Welcome to Roll Call Radio on the Warrior Alliance Network. And I'm your host, Nikki Landry, with John Tian. He's serving as a Citigroup Managing Director and is the Head of Operations, Technology, and Business Solutions Management for Citi's largest American Express co-brand portfolio. John also is a board member here at the Warrior Alliance. Thank you, John, so much for spending time with us today. Give us a little background on who you are. You have a military background, so let's start with that. My military career really started in 1983 when I attended the United States Military Academy at West Point. And I will tell you, after four years, I graduated and left there realizing it was a privilege to serve uh, the nation and to wear the nation's colors. End up after 24 years getting to the rank of colonel, active duty, commanded a battalion in Iraq, three combat tours to Iraq, Operation Iraqi Freedom and uh, retired. My last job in the military actually was serving three years as a national security advisor, first to President Bush and then to President Obama. In the last eight years, I've been at Citibank as a managing director doing global banking. Wow, what a history. How was it to transition from the military to civilian life? So I was buttoned up. I was suit and tie, (laughs) uh, starch shirts, shine shoes, went on a good day. And, uh, and getting to work on time. And when it was time to transition, look, we all transition at some point, mm-hmm. I decided to cast a wide net. And one of the uh, places that sort of got snared inside of that, and my wide net included going to a network, we can talk about that as a, as a useful way to start to find out, you really gotta use your friends yeah. out there, friends, family, neighbors, everybody. They will have been through experiences that almost by definition you haven't, unless your net in your network is only other military veterans. And I, and I would really, if you can help it, if you can find one, they, they are great, no doubt, especially if they've transitioned well or in, in an interesting way to you, uh, to the civilian sector. But uh, I definitely, I cast more of my net towards my civilian friends versus the guys and gals who I've been running around with in combat and other places in the military. When I cast the net, one of the folks who got snared in there was a very good friend who was a senior uh, banker at Citigroup, at Citibank. Mm -hmm. She and I had served in a uh, civilian program called the White House Fellows way back in 1998, 1999. She was great, but now she had moved on and she had been the CEO of Travelocity. Fortunately, she still liked me, so that was good. Or wanted to help me as a veteran help transition. And she introduced me to a bunch of different concepts, and one of the things was, hey, you should consider being a global banker. Come come work at Citigroup. Did you know a lot about banking? I knew nothing about banking. Okay. I knew nothing about banking. What it turns out is, in fact, that, that's the first thing I said to her, was I said, I don't even keep the checkbook in our family, so how <laughs> can you expect me to be a global a banker, let alone a global banker, let alone a global banker for one of the top four banks in the world? And she said, there's so much more to banking than you think and appreciate. Uh, at least, look, come in and it will be good for career mentorship. Start talking to some people at the bank. When I went in, had my first, what I thought was an informational interview, I walked out an hour and a half later with a job offer. They didn't need me to be a global banker. What they really needed me to be was a global thinker. You had to have some obstacles in your transition. I want to hear those because you make it sound like it was so easy for you. I would say getting the job was a lot easier than transitioning into the job. And, and, and sometimes that's the re- it's the reverse, right, mm-hmm. for many people. But, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm interview after interview. And just to be fair, I did, uh, I did interview with, let's call it roughly a dozen types of interviews where it was. I'm going in there. 
make sure my tie is on right, my suit's looking fairly professional, and I've done some research on the company that I'm going to interview with. So about a dozen. Citigroup was kind of towards the end uh, of it. You know, those went pretty well. Got some soft job offers on some of them, but Citigroup was definitely a great job offer mm -hmm. with a pretty good salary and seemed to fit all of the criteria, at least that I had. But still, it within six weeks, or it's really called eight weeks of going out there on the market, I had a pretty firm job offer on paper, which is, you know, a, success in, in many ways so the first two weeks of any job is just finding your way to the uh to the bathroom and to, the, and to the water fountain yeah. to me it was like there was no expectation right so maybe if that's what you mean by honeymoon that is true right, right? i thought that i was going to come in there and they were going to give me over the course of eight to twelve weeks content expertise meaning okay. they, they were going to teach me about a profit and loss statement worked. I thought, well, but you know, they hired me as a global strategist uh, and a global planner. I thought I had enough context and I certainly thought I understood the global economy, which was going to be important in any any company that uh, calls itself a global institution or right. a global Thank organization you. like Citibank. And it turns out I, I didn't really have global context either. It was important for me to recognize that just intellectually for me to say, oh my gosh, I don't really maybe quite understand Citi's role in the global economy, people, they'll ascribe to certain negative stereotypes like, oh, you're only good at following orders, you're, uh, you, know, you might have a temper, that sort of thing, you don't know how to get along with civilians. And then there's positive stereotypes. So one of the positive stereotypes is you will have great physical presence. And so I always go into and say, hey, look, and most of the positive stereotypes are true. What I tell folks is, when you go into an interview or whatever the engagement is, whether it's in person, over the phone, reinforce the positive ones because they're probably true for you. Find ways to dispel the negative ones, at least as they apply to you, right? And we all have some of the negative stereotypes. So what was it for you that you wanted to become a board member of the Warrior Alliance? It's a cause I really care about. Good. Partly because I want to get back to my community, so the community I came from, but also because I really think that veterans are a strategic asset to our country sure. uh, and that if we can get veterans into the right parts of the community in an optimal way for them mm -hmm. right that is a uh, that's a that's a net benefit to the country and to the community absolutely right? to me again I, I care about my veterans community and I also care about my country and I think one of the ways that uh, we collectively can help our country is by getting more veterans into the best and optimal places for them across the community, not just in the job, uh, but also in their communities. We're, we're really the next greatest generation, in my opinion. So speaking about the next things, what, what do you see for the Warrior Alliance? Our big next steps really need to be about sustained growth in terms of veterans who are using our service, uh, who are coming to us. And by sustained growth, that means that there's a steady pipeline that we can count on. Our day-to-day -day model is a good model. The case yeah. management, the actual cloud-based system works really well. The database, it's a professional database. And, and the good news is, is that majority, so on a bell curve, two-thirds fall within one standard deviation. We're gonna fall, 67% of the folks are gonna be relatively alike. The Warrior Alliance, is already built up a pretty good precedence that says when you come in, 
it's gonna be like, oh great, we've got a vendor who's interested in A, B, and C, or housing education. Mm -hmm. in, in our case, managers have a lot of great institutional and local expertise, and they're gonna steer you in the right direction. So again, you're coming into the right place at the right time. And, and, and we have started to really build our veterans who are using us. And at some point you come in, you're a veteran, you have your individual profile, you'll go through the case management system, and then at some point, you're going to roll off, right? You're going to get everything you need, and that's that's right. success, right? That's what we want. That's what we want. We always want you to be a Royal Alliance alumni and remember it, and then you know refer when when needed. In order to do this, on this is you know like any organization, your next phase is you want sustained growth, you want predictive growth, mm -hmm. you want reliable growth. The organizations like this, which is a veterans service organization, emphasize, mm -hmm. is you you have to have somebody to serve, and that's who we want to be. And 95% of us are veterans that work here. That's right. So we get it. Mm -hmm. We know what it's like. We all had to transition. So, well, thank you so much, John. I appreciate your time with us today and getting to learn more about who you are, what you do, and very interesting. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'll come back anytime.